Again, I believe that is a very, very one of again of the most, most important lessons in this 30-day challenge. And I, you know, all the things that we've been talking about here, uh, we mentioned them, but there's a day dedicated to it. And today we're going to talk about the liberated mind. The liberated mind, and I'll explain to you what I mean by that. We have a call, a scripture here to help us. Romans chapter 12, verses 1 to 2. King James Version says, I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that ye present your bodies uh, a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. And be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind, that ye may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. Uh, that is, um, you know, for right to the Romans. And then in Proverbs chapter 23, verse 7, Bible says, For as he thinketh in his heart, so is he. Eat and drink, saith he to thee, but his heart is not with thee. We're going to make use of these scriptures as we introduce this lesson today of the liberated mind. And then I go uh, again to Mark chapter 9, verses 21 to 23. Then Jesus asked his father, how long has this been happening to him? He said, since he was a child, the spirit has often thrown him into a fire and into water to destroy him. But if you are able to do anything, have pity on us. First 23, Jesus told him, if you are able, everything is possible for the one who believes. I want you to note that because, um, you know, we'll talk about that as uh, we build on this liberated mind. Everything, everything is possible for the person who believes. Maybe that's another mantra we need to add to our daily routine. Everything is possible for the person who believes. And I want you to declare that, um, you know, this morning. Another scripture is Romans chapter 7, verses 15 to 20. And this is Paul uh, writing. He says, I do not understand what I do. For what I want to do, I do not do. But what I hate, I do. And if I do what I do, not want to do, I agree that the law is good. As it is, it is no longer I myself who do it, but it is sin living in me. For I know that good itself does not dwell in me. That is in my sinful nature. For I have the desire to do what is good, but I cannot carry it out. For I do not do the good I want to do, but the evil I do not want to do. This I keep on doing. Now, if I do what I do not want to do, it is no longer I who do it, but it is sin living in me that does it. Now, I want to um, just you know, uh, use these scriptures to talk about this idea about the liberated mind um, uh, you know, this morning. And, and here we will start with this one. You know, Paul, in, in this very interesting, um, you know, verse of do nots, I think you can see Paul was really struggling. Um, and we can ask ourselves, what was really uh, Paul, um, you know, you know, say, saying? Here? He's saying, and maybe you have also wondered, why, you know, why do you do what you do? You know, Paul is, is, is saying the things he wanted to do is not the things he ended up doing. And the things he wanted to do, 
he was not doing. And basically what he's trying to say here is that in separation, we are, we are, we are connected to our ego. And the ego in us is our primary driver, is our primary driver. When we are not connected to God, the ego in us hijacks us. And we, we know we, we do we do things directed by the by the ego. And when that happens, we end up doing things that uh, we do not want we do not want to do. And we want to drill deeper into then how, why does this why does this happen? Um, why do you do what you do? Why, why, why do you think the way you think? Um, you know, why, why do you act the way you, you act? And Paul was trying to sort of explain here that in separation, you know, we are, we are disconnected from, we are, we are, we, when we are separated from God, we are disconnected, the ego takes over. But what is important this morning, as we talk about the liberated mind, is that you can learn, um, you can re- reprogram your life you can reprogram yourself. You can unlearn anything that you've learned. Because at the end of the day, what has happened is that over the years, over the years as we have been growing up, we have gotten beliefs that have gotten hidden in us, in our even unconscious or subconscious mind. And those beliefs drive us. That's why we do what we do. That's why we may know, like Paul is, I know what I want to do. And I wake up. You know, and we talked about that self-mastery yesterday. I wake up knowing what I want to do. And I, I, I want to be able to master myself and do exactly what I want to do. But I end up not doing it. Why do I end up not doing it? Even when I know what I want to do. Because in, deep inside us, there are hidden beliefs that are not serving us. That we have picked along the way. They, are, they have been immersed in us. Over the years, we have we have picked up those beliefs and they now control us unconsciously. And the only way for us uh, to, as we learn, you know, as, as part of our reprogramming, and that's why, uh, in, you know, in, uh, in, in, the, in the scripture we read first here, in Romans chapter 12, that's why Paul is writing, I beseech you, dear brethren, that present yourself as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable to God, which is your reasonable service. And he's saying, be not conformed into this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind. Because he's saying, if we renew our mind, we then will be able to prove what is the good and acceptable and perfect will of God. And you can replace that perfect, good, acceptable, perfect will of God with your dream life. You know, your dream life is there. God has, a, has this, he has got what he has crafted for you. Your dream life is there. It is done. It's available. It's just for you to connect. And that's what we call the will of God. When you're in the will of God, you're living your dream life. You know, and that's why we've gone through that process of designing, you know, getting our desires, going through that process to really, what is the perfect will of God? Because at the end of the day, we're talking about your dream life. It's really the perfect will of God. And he's saying, we, if we can renew our mind, if we can transform our mind, then we can reach that point where we can actually be able to do what the Lord is, is telling us to do. And, and for that to happen, the whole process of renewing, transforming our mind is actually looking deep inside us and figuring out what are these beliefs? What are these beliefs that are deep hidden inside us? Maybe I can just give a few. You can say, maybe I can't read. Then you say, I can't read. You give them a book and, you know, they won't read a book. They, as soon as they touch the book, they start sleeping. You know, why, why, why does that happen? Why you, 
and you ask, no, me, I can't read. I'm, I'm not good in reading. Really? Who told you that? Who, who told you that you can't, you can't read? Oh, I can't write. You know, some of us have written ourselves off. You know, I, I can't write. I, I don't know. I, I can't do that. I can't sing. I can't love again. You know, maybe I've been wounded so many times. I can't, you know, I, I can't, I can't love again. Maybe your beliefs on just life. There are people who have got a very funny, weird beliefs on life. You know, what life is all about. There are people who have got, you know, weird beliefs on government, you know, on lack. You know, on even on church, yeah, people you have got ingrained beliefs on church. You you've got things hidden in you of what a church is, and and they are deep inside. They are buried in you. Even ministry, you've got beliefs on ministry. You know things that are hidden in you, or even believers. As we are here, you have you you know you've got beliefs on on Christians on believers, and they are deep inside. Um, in they are, they are deep inside. They are buried inside you in your unconscious mind. And if you don't look at this belief, because some of them are, they are limiting. They hinder you from being yourself. They hinder you from your dream life. They hinder you from living, the, you know, the desiring and proving the way, the perfect will of God. So if you don't, if you don't dig inside them, inside your heart and figure out what are these things that are actually limiting me, then you'll find that you'll never go above your beliefs. And so this 30-day challenge, one of the things we are doing here is to, you know, challenge us on what we really believe. What do you believe about the church? What do you believe about life? What do you believe about the ministry? What do you believe about people? Maybe you have grown up and, you, you know, people, you know, you have weird beliefs on people. You are suspicious of people. What do you believe about men? Maybe you would, you know, have found, you know, I, I, you know, women who have got very strange beliefs on men. They believe men are bad people. That you know, men are dangerous. You know, men are, you know, they are to be. You stay away from men. You, you don't trust men. And and you got men who have got weird beliefs on women. They they believe, you know, women are funny and um, you can never understand them. And so you know, keep them in the corner away. Just relate with them from from very far. Got weird beliefs on women. And where do these beliefs come from? They come from the environment where we grew up in. You know, the things that people spoke, uh, maybe in your family environment as you are growing up, you had your mother talking about your father and you formed beliefs on fathers. You know, you had your father, the way you saw the way your father treated your mom and you've formed beliefs on, you know, how women should be treated. And you, you, you know, as you were growing up, you saw the community acting around and, and you, you, you formed deep ingrained beliefs on, on so many, many issues. And that's those, those beliefs, they are hidden inside you in your unconscious mind. And until you begin to confront them and say, really, is that really true? Is it that all, all men are bad? Is it true that really all women are, you know, they are like this? Is it true that, you know, they have no place in society? Is it true that, um, you know, you know, this is just, you know, the, the, this, this community is bad? You know, is it true that, you know, all, you know, the entire community is like this? You've had people making funny, weird, um, you know, declarations on, on, on communities. Yeah, you know, you know, this community is lazy and this one is hardworking. Really? Is that really true? Do you, want, do you believe that? But you picked it up and it's become a limiting belief. So every time you have an encounter with me and I tell you, oh, you know, I'm from, you know, this part of the of the country. Oh, you've, you've already got a belief of how people from that part of the country are supposed to be. And it does not matter what I do. Until you confront that belief, you will not be able to receive anything. 
because you have you have, you have, you have hidden yourself in that. Others, you know, is some of the beliefs came up as you know in the within your seven years of formation between the age of zero and seven. Um, you know, at that time you have no defense to everything that's around you. You pick everything in that age. You pick everything. You pick language. Do you know why you speak the language you speak? You know, you picked it up in your seven years of of being brought up. And if you had been picked and you grew up in another environment, you'd speak a language. Any language you'd speak, Luya, you'd speak, Luo, you'll speak any language. You, your language you speak today is just a function of where you are for your first seven years um, as you're growing. That means you've got the capacity to speak a language. It's in you. But right now you've defined yourself as um, um, from, you know, as this community and this community and this language and this language. Why? Because of where you are in your first seven years. But the capacity to speak Russian is in you. The capacity to speak French is in you. The capacity to speak any language is in you. It's just that for the first seven years, that's where you grew up and, you know, you picked that because at that period of time, we don't have any defense to anything. We pick anything, you know, anything around uh, within the first seven years. Again, there are things that you picked up in your seven years. They are hidden in you. And they are what has brought you here. And if you want to advance, you want to move forward and, and, and unlock your life, you want to vibrate at a new version, you have to confront every single belief that you have and ask yourself, really? Because if you don't do that, it will keep you in this lower version of yourself. And if you want to go to a higher version of yourself, you need to free yourself from every single thinking, every single belief that is hid, is hiding, is taking you backwards. Remember, you must become a success in your thinking before you achieve it in reality. You know, it's it's in your mind. It's in, it's, a, it's it's in your mind. So, and uh, where have you picked it again? Sometimes we have excuses. We blame others, uh, you know, for situations. And when we put up blame processes around us, when we don't want to take responsibility, we then accept those. We become a belief uh, in, in in us. Now, just to give you again, what is a belief? A belief is a thought with confidence. Everything that becomes a belief starts up with a thought. A thought, thought, a thought, an idea, thought comes into your mind. You mull over it, you give it energy, you know, you give it energy, it becomes into, and then you put more detail into it. And that thought, once you put more detail into it, once you start, you know, reflecting on it, it becomes a thing. And once it becomes a thing, it becomes an imagination. And then once some confidence is added to that thought, it becomes a belief. It becomes a belief. And once it becomes a belief, it controls you. So everything begins with a thought. You know, everything becomes a thought. But once that thought, you know, becomes ingrained in you with confidence, where there's some confidence attached to that thought, it becomes a belief. And once it becomes a belief and settles in your heart, you cannot rise above it. You cannot rise above it. And that's why thinking, what you think in the scripture we've read here, where it says, whatsoever a man thinketh, then so is he. Remember, even both poverty and riches are the result of the state of the mind. You know, it, it's all in the mind. What do you believe? What, what you know, what, what, what do you believe? So it is, um, again, I understand it is not, remember, it's not what you don't know that kills. In most cases, the most dangerous thing is not what you don't know. The most dangerous thing is that which you know for sure that is not correct. You are you believe it. You believe it is, uh, you, but it's not, it's not right. It's not correct. 
So you have a false belief. You know, that is the most dangerous thing. It's not sometimes what we don't know that kills us. It is what we know that is wrong. You, you have confidence in it, but it's wrong. You have wrong confidence. And sometimes we form those confidence through lies. The media does it so well. You know, when an event is happening, the media will take positions and, and they'll, they'll thrive. They'll give you information, information, information until you form, you form a, a mind and you form a belief system and you find yourself shifting to one part or one part of the equation. And that's why in Romans chapter 12, verses 1 to 2, Paul is saying, I beseech you, brethren. That means I plead with you to offer yourself as a living sacrifice. Give you a living, offering yourself as a living sacrifice is giving yourself to God and not your ego, allowing the Lord to control, you know, because if you do that, you'll be able to design the perfect will of God. And then he says, be transformed, be ye transformed so that you can be able to know the perfect will of, of God. And when you know the perfect will of God, then you know what, you'll be able to live your dream life. Because the perfect will of God is actually just your dream life that you have been trying to, you know, to figure out here in this last 30 day challenge. So how do we change our mind? Let's talk about the liberated mind. How do we change the beliefs inside, in, in, you know, in, in, how, do we, how do we change it? How do you, um, you know, change those beliefs that are inside us? You know, because for example, you may have believed in the past that maybe you believe the world is not fair. You believe the world is not fair. You believe you can't get married. You believe you can't get a wife. You believe you can't drive. You believe you can't buy a car. You believe you can't own a home. You believe you can never own a house. You can never find a job. There are so many things over time we have hidden in us. We've actually come to believe in us. And this 30 day challenge is really, is really you. Are you sure? Do you really, you know, why do you believe the world is unfair? Why do you believe that you can't get married? It does not matter what age. Why do you believe you can't drive? Why do you, who, who told you you can't own a car? Who told you you can't have enough money? Who told you you cannot have more than you need and even, and even be able to give and help those around us? Who told you you cannot preach? Who told you you cannot, you know, do a song? Who told you you cannot do this? You know, those are all beliefs that we need to confront ourselves because they limit us. Those beliefs are limited. Uh, they, they, limit all, they limit all of us. So how do you change? And how do you change? And this is really the whole idea of today. How do you liberate your mind? The first way you do that is rewrite. Rewrite. Rewrite the belief. Rewrite it. That means throw away the belief. Rewrite it. And we did that in the beginning. I think it was the part that our sister, Pastor Joyce, was leading to us. How do you rewrite? Re reaffirm. Write it. You know, rewrite it, say, you know, I can, you know, like we have been saying, I can do all things through Christ Jesus who strengthens me. Rewrite it. Maybe you are, I'm just thinking, maybe you had this belief that you cannot start or run a business, you know, at the age of 60. I'm judging that as an example. Maybe you believe you're too old to run a, a successful business. Really? Really? Maybe that's, that's your belief because you believe that now, you know, at 60, you are done. You know, there's nothing I can do. And that belief hangs around you. Um, you know, maybe you are over 50 and you're like, can I really do anything? Really? So the question is, is that really true? So you can rewrite that. You rewrite that and say, you know what? I can, I can run a successful business at 60. You know, you are changing that mindset. And you, with, you know, we talk about positive, powerful proclamation. So you are taking that belief that's planted in you and you are changing it. 
and putting, you know, making it a positive, powerful declaration. Say, no, no, I can do it. I can run a business at the age of 60. And you speak that over your life until that belief gets, um, you know, confronted. That's one way of dealing with it, rewriting it, rewriting it. And so today, as part of what, you know, to the, the teaching, you need to just go over your mind, everything. You look at things that you believe in and start questioning yourself. Why do I believe that? Why, why, where did that come from? And then rewrite it, rewrite it, rewrite it, rewrite it, you know, rewrite that, that, that belief. The second thing that you do to change it is, is, is um, you know, for you to, you know, to change it is, is reframe it, reframe, reframe it. And reframing it is, is taking the same belief and changing it. Say like, I cannot run a business at the age of 60. You know, you can, you can reframe that. So that you can say, maybe I, I am 60, but this means that I've got, I've got the maturity and the experience to run a successful business. So you are switching it. You're saying, yes, it's the same number. You, you know, it's the same, same, um, um, the, the same, same number, but you're switching it and say, no, 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 I'm at 60. That means I have experience, I have wisdom, I have the connections, I have the, 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 the relationship to be able to run a successful business. So again, you are picking up something that is very, very um, you know, negative and you are turning it again. That's what we mean by reframing. So you look deep inside you, pick up the belief and now play, rewrite it. And then if you cannot rewrite it or do both, rewrite and reframe it, reframe it so that you know it becomes powerful. The third way of doing that, of, 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 doing, of, 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 of dealing with that is rethink that dream into disintegration. What I mean by doing this, rethinking it into disintegration is taking, okay, you tell you, I can't run a business at, at 60, really? So you, you say you do some research, go into Google and check all the people that started their business or started doing careers at, at the age of six. You'll find there are so many, there are so many people. There are so many people that started businesses at 70 and they went out of the global businesses. Their last 20 years. They achieved so much. They changed the world. You know, there are leaders who, who, who led from the, from the 70s. You know, and they are the, some of the greatest leaders that we have today on, on earth, they, they, they were doing stuff at a very late age. So why would you, why do you think that at 60 you can't do something? So by, re, by researching on that particular thing and getting data, you are really rethinking. You are, re, you are rethinking that that you know, that belief into disintegration. You are confronting and saying, no, 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 it's actually not true. At 60, I can do great things. At 60, I can start a business. And by the time I, 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 I exit this world, it will be one of the biggest, most impactful businesses in this country. You are rethinking it. You are rethinking your, um, you know, that thing, but using information, using, a, you know, you, 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 you know, you are shaking the confidence that is in that belief. You're asking what, what makes you believe. You're researching it. You, you're looking at people at that age, and I'm just using that as an, as an example. But you can run through that in every single way. You know, maybe you have an issue. You don't believe that women can be anything. You know, research and look at the women that have turned, that have transformed the world. Look at women that have gone out there. They have done great things. Maybe you believe men, are, you know, they are not good. You research and you find, you know what? Three quarters or ninety percent of the men in this world—they are very good people. You, you know, you just have some, you know, one percent who have been bad, but the rest are very good people. But you, 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 
you sort of like balkanized everybody. You know, maybe you had a bad experience with some people from a particular community, but it was only one person. The rest of them are great people. They can be a blessing to you, but you are balkanized and oh, oh, here they come again. You know, here they go, here they go. And, and we've got a lot of that going, going in. Really? And I'm saying, rethink every single thing into disintegration. The moment you destroy all those self-limiting beliefs, let me tell you, you become a magnet. You become a miracle magnet. You live free. You vibrate at a different frequency. You elevate your life. You start finding yourself, you know, getting into, you start getting into your better version of yourself because you are destroying all those beliefs, some of them that are cultural beliefs that have got no purpose to you, that have held you backwards, and now you are allowing God's word to rewrite you. You are now allowing, that's why we talk about the whole idea about meditation, meditating on God's word, because you are removing all those beliefs that have withheld you, and now you are taking God's word and meditating it and aligning your thoughts, aligning your life with God, and then you find yourself, you know, as, as, as Paul has declared here, he said, when you do this, you will be able to design to, to you know to prove that which is the good and acceptable and perfect will of God. Because you know what? All things are possible to those that believe. It is day 24. And one of the most important things, what do you really believe? Confront your belief. And today's exercise, as we have put it here, um, create a list of self-limiting beliefs, maybe you know, five or six or whatever the number it is. And between now and end of this of this challenge, confront those beliefs, confront them, rewrite them, reframe them, rethink them into disintegration. Anything that has been holding you back, rethink. Who told you you can't drive? Who told you you can't own a car? Who told you that you cannot own a home? Who told you? Who told you? Rewrite, rewrite, reframe, rethink it into disintegration and align yourself with the purpose.